You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast, and my name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Thanks, everybody, for listening to our recent RPG adventure. That's That was a fun time, and the, the, the numbers seem pretty good, so we're, we're glad that you seem to be enjoying that, so thank you. Uh, any comments or uh, suggestions, please comment. We're open to uh, what yeah. we did well or what we did wrong. Yeah, I, I would have really been, I would have felt bad if that thing had really tanked. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't. It was not fine. as bad as Seth would have felt. Yeah. <laughs> like it turned out perfectly fine. So four parts out now. We survived. <laughs> <laughs> oh it does feel a little weird recording this week without jesse because he's been yeah. here so much i thought i wonder if he's gonna show up <laughs> just out yeah just magically He'll just show up. hey guys what's going on <laughs> i've been off for 14 days mm. i still got three more nice three more News. i went to uh indianapolis for gen con Cliff, you went to a con. There's all kinds of cons, you know. Yeah. So it was pretty good. It's pretty. I I look was looking at an Instagram post I had some like some put on there a few years ago where I, it was this huge crowd there waiting to get in, and I had <laughs> post I, I was posting an old pic. I I was posting it right after COVID had started. I was like, I can't imagine ever doing this again. <laughs> And then two years later, here we are, front row, right, right there. Wow. Breathe it in. I think uh, 2019 was like the 50th anniversary of Gen Con, and they, it, there was like 70,000 people went. This year it was like around 65. So mm. it's almost back to full numbers. Uh, it was, it was did, packed, you, but... did you go all three days? Uh, we got a four-day pass, which that's if you go if you're gonna go more than one day, you just might as well buy a four-day pass because it's just mm-hmm. you know it's just as cheap. It works out anyway. So, but we didn't go every day. We did. We've kind of gotten this habit of going the first day on Thursday, then Friday doing other stuff, and then we went back Saturday and then left on Sunday. So we got two full days in. Hmm. <clears throat> try to be there the first day uh and get the stuff that you gotta you know i gotta get these things while i'm here get up there on the first day when the least amount of people are there and get everything and didn't really have any trouble getting all the stuff i had my heart set on and then uh just kind of went through everything from one end to the other and Took a day off doing other things. We went to some movies. We saw four movies while we were in Indianapolis. And then we went and saw Mark Marin uh, in the front row at his comedy show, The Egyptian Room, 
at uh, some some venue down there. I don't remember what it was. Capitol Theater or something. And then uh, went back Saturday and spent a few hours walking the floor till I felt like I'd seen everything. Mm-hmm. Got all kinds of stuff. A few games, but mostly RPG stuff. Terrain and things like that. To, to play some Dragon Age. Any like early release stuff that nobody else has yet? Yeah, there. Well, there was some stuff that just came out on Kickstarter. Some terrain from Monster Flight that I've seen people, Kickstarter people, have started to get, but I didn't do the Kickstarter. But they had it. It's the like there was a book there. One company had that I had pre-ordered, and so I, people that go to the con are going to get it before me. I literally could have stood here and bought it, but I know it's on its way. These smaller companies, though, that's just, you have to realize mm. that they, you know, they got, you got to allow them to do this. This is their chance to promote their product, and they air flight in some books to sell at the con before they actually get their stuff to send out to backers. So you kind of suck it up and just say, okay, you know, I want you guys to succeed, so go ahead and sell it, sell them here, and I'll get mine in a week or so. Anyway, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff that I wasn't sure was going to be there that was, so I'm excited to bring it out. And I think the main thing we hooked in on as far as games was that uh, there's a series of games. I posted some pics of the Unmatched series by Restoration Games. They've come out with... They're the company that takes it normally. This is, That's not the case with this game, but normally they're known for taking an old game from the 70s, 80s or whatever and updating it with better rules and better figures and boards and really making a really great product. And like there's a game called Downforce that they have that's great. And they did Fireball Island. They came out with that new version a couple years ago. Uh, Stop Thief and I forget what else, but one of my favorite companies for that. But they have a, a game called Unmatched that has different sets, like uh, just a lot of uh, public domain characters, like Michael would be all over this. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, he would love it. <laughs> and uh, they, like, I bought a set that was Robin Hood versus Bigfoot. And uh, and uh, we bought that, really liked it. It's just like a, you got, it's, you know, feels like any other kind of little two-player thing, like a little hero clicksy, but it's got these cards and stuff. It's a little more shiny than a Hero Clicks thing, but uh, it was fun. So Nick really liked it. So he bought two more sets, and I bought two more sets. So we've got five of them now. Probably hmm. twenty characters, and you can mix and match, and anybody can fight anybody in different boards. So that all lasts us for a while playing. But it was a good time. We ate really well. Had the best ice cream I ever had. Honey, what was it? Honey roasted peanut butter with chocolate chips. It was freaking amazing. It was so good. I did not think that would be good. But he bought it, and then I immediately had to buy a big waffle cone of it. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't go to many... Um, cons or shows or anything 
very rarely that I do. But I mean, for you guys, like, did you think it felt like pretty good just to be back into the environment? Oh yeah, it was. It's yeah. a good time. Yeah, that was kind of my my takeaway too. I had went on Sunday last weekend. Um, I went to PowerCon in Columbus, Ohio. And it just kind of wasn't really planning on going to it. We had joked around about it a few weeks ago when I'd seen it was coming to Columbus and, and was going to have some names there as far as like YouTubers and, and, you know, it's a toy show. This is the He-Man, Motu, Masters of, Masters of the Universe con. That, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So normally it's, a, it's been, I, I don't know, it's been running for over a decade. But it's always been in, like, California. So it was a big shocker that it had come to Columbus, Ohio at the convention center downtown. And and that's what surprised me about it, because I was like, what? And I knew all about PowerCon. I'd seen, you know, uh, vlogs and stuff and heard all about it from past years. And then uh, one day I noticed, you know, friend to show Russ. Russ had liked a post uh, on Facebook about PowerCon and I messaged him I was like hey are you because he goes to all these shows uh, especially in our area comic cons and and toy shows and stuff all the time promoting his stuff and just he likes to go and I messaged him and I was like hey are you going to PowerCon he's like he's like I didn't even know anything about it till just today and I was like well okay I thought well if if you're going let me know and I'll see if I'm off in, in that stretch it's like it was like the third to the or the fifth to the seventh or whatever and um, so anyways we didn't talk about it for a while and then like early that week he was like hey you still thinking about going to that and I was like well if you're going I'm I'm off Sunday I could go Sunday the last day now ideally that's not usually the best day to go but on the last day but well that's when they mark stuff down well that (laughs) yeah yeah that's when they're dealing and um (laughs) i had uh, i looked at the schedule and i was like there was a there was a few panels on sunday scheduled for sunday and one of the panels was pixel dan dan larson from toy galaxy and uh the guys from um foosh YouTube channel and some guy named Shardimus Prime that I was just like, oh my god, Shardimus Prime, what is this? I, I so I checked him out and then I messaged Russ and Russ was like, yeah, I know that guy. I watch his Transformer uh, toy reviews all the time on YouTube. So I was like, oh, okay. Turns out he's got a huge following, but so that kind of gave us some incentive to go. So I I texted Cooper, my son, and was like, hey, would you be interested in going? And he was like, yeah, I don't have anything to do that day. So we ended up, we just went up for the day and uh, got there a little bit before the con opened. I was, like, by the time it came around, I was super pumped about going. And then when we got there, I was just, like, seeing the crowd and the people again, you know, all excited. I was like, heck yeah, I haven't done this forever. So we ended up actually, once we got in there, uh, I think they had about 70 or 80 vendors total and they had some names there as far as you know some toy collectors and a couple few cosplayers and stuff and this was the third day of course but um 
I got about four booths into it, and I was just like, I looked at those guys, I was like, I am completely overstimulated right now. Like, there was just so much in the, in the toy world to, to look at and to try and focus on. And, uh, you know, it's mostly Motu, but but I was a little worried because, you know, I'm a Star Wars guy for the most part, and I, um, we were on the ride up, and I was like, man, I really hope, you know, there's like some vintage Star Wars I can at least look at. Because I wasn't really planning on buying anything. And then Russ, you know, Russ was like, oh yeah, there's going to be a little bit of everything. I'm like, I don't know, this is the He-Man show. <laughs> and, um, ended up being great. There was all kinds of stuff up there. Um, when you walked in, there was a, uh, NECA Toys was right in front. And they had, uh, a whole display of these, uh, Masters of the Universe latex Halloween masks. They're super detailed, ginormous masks that are coming uh, I was talking to those guys they said they were coming to Walmart um, so they're coming to retail but they had NECA toys the four horsemen were there um, Tweeterhead was there had some beautiful uh, I don't know what scale they were Russ could tell you but they were enormous busts and, and He-Man on Battle Cat and a, uh, Merman a bunch of characters that were just gorgeous highly detailed and then there were a lot of smaller companies there that are basically producing um, like He-Man inspired lines, new lines, but they, they look like they could a lot of them could fit in with that five and a half inch scale. Um, so, you know, those smaller companies, we talked to a bunch of those guys promoting their stuff and, uh, and looking at it and they had some really cool stuff. And then... Um, I, I had a real nice conversation with Pixel Dan, guys. <laughs> I didn't grab a picture, um, but we talked to him for a long time. Uh, just, you know, about collecting and, and um, where he's from and, and uh, what he was kind of into. And what, you know, at this point, he's been doing it forever. And, and just, like, what happens when you get to that point, you kind of feel like you have everything. You don't, but you feel that way, you know, or people assume you do. And then, um, yeah, Dan Larson, I really wanted to talk to him for a minute, but his, there was, his booth was always kind of, every time I went by there was full of people. So I didn't get really to talk to him, but we went to that panel. The panel was great. Um, highly enjoyed it. Wished it had been longer, uh, cause those guys were, uh, they were, um, just really informative, relaxed and funny. So we really enjoyed that, and then uh, as we were done with that, I was, you know, Russ and I were talking. I was like, "Man, I'm really glad we did that." Like, I haven't, I haven't been to a show in so long, and he, and all, all the shows he's been to, he's like, he goes, "Yeah," he goes, "That was really great." I've never been to a panel before, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, you've been to, I countless shows, and you've never went to a panel before." He's like, "No." So, you gotta be out there on the floor hustling. You can't that's be what it is. Relaxing out of pain. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we we uh, we found some stuff. Uh, Russ was on the hunt all day for this Marvel Legends um, Iron Man Mark Mark One figure, and uh, we couldn't find it anywhere. And then, I mean, this was like at the very end of the day. Him and I were kind of just giving it one last sweep around. And we were in a booth, and we were talking. We were looking at something else, and they had some bins there. And I swear, 
as we're standing there talking and I was just like, oh yeah, I looked down in those bins and I pointed something out and he reaches down and he pulls the damn figure he'd been looking for all day out that we'd talked to every booth, everybody there, nobody had it. And he's like, here it is, had $12 marked on it. I was like, man, what a, what a freaking steal. So he was super happy about that. He picked up a, um, you know, we're vintage toy guys. He picked up a uh, complete Ace McCloud from the Centurions, the, you know, the 80s property. Uh, something he had as a kid. He, he picked that up immediately, and he was just like, oh, man, this this thing's awesome. And uh, Cooper bought some stuff. Cooper bought a, he bought a Fantastic Four uh, Marvel Legends set. I think that came out last year. Bought the whole set, including Doom. Um, super cool packaging and uh, good-looking figures. And then I, the only thing I bought all day, and I looked and looked, and I mean, there was some awesome stuff, some awesome new stuff, um, some modern stuff, some vintage stuff. And um, there was one booth in the very first row aisle. Although it was the last booth back there, back there, he was right next to uh, Tony and, and Classic Plastics booth. They were neck and neck together. And uh, he just had this massive, he had awesome booth, massive vintage Kenner Star Wars and vintage Kenner superpowers. And he had complete, he had three totes of complete figures, um, just the normal figures. Then he had in it, he had a couple cases that had like the high dollar, the last 17, all the expensive stuff. Um, and then he had one giant tub full of loose vintage Kenner Star Wars and I saw that I saw a guy going through it and I was just like I just stood there and waited just dove it I like did. Scrooge <laughs> as soon as that guy was out I was like oh my gosh what is in there so I just I spent some time just digging and digging and digging ended up getting some figures and then like half I don't know several hours later I ended up going back there after I'd been through everything again and I went back to that guy and got like another lot of figures and uh, got a vintage Boba Fett and a, a beautiful figure and a, um, I did pay a little bit of money for that one but the rest of them were marked like five or six dollars seven eight I mean it was really he, he knew he had good prices but as I was standing there going through that he was pulling out like the 12-inch vintage um, figures, like IG, complete, brand-new IG-88. Looked like that stuff from that auction, what it looked like. But, I mean, they were all priced at like eight, dollars $900. He, and he was, you know, people were paying cash, so. But I was pretty I was pretty happy. I, I went tonight. I was like, how many figures did I buy? I think I ended up buying 15 vintage Kenner fig figures. So, that was super cool. And we just, I mean, we really enjoyed the heck out of that show. And uh, then, then I started getting, uh, as we were in the panel there that afternoon, Seth started sending me pictures from out, from around where I was, items where I was. <laughs> I was, you texted, you had already said you were going, then you, you texted something about it, you know, that was cool. And I was like, okay, well, we were driving back. Yeah. You go through, Indy. right, you go right through Southern Columbus. And I yeah. was like, uh. We were about an hour away or whatever. We're driving. I was like, you got interest in that? You know, we could go. It's Sunday, you know. Yeah. What, you know, we're, you know, we're going to be right there. I mean, it was like nothing. So we're driving. And then you texted 
a lot of D and D stuff. Well, he sent pictures of oh, those D and D characters. Yeah, and which I never did see those. Really? Uh, yeah. But uh, but he said a lot of D and D stuff, and I was like, we were like, I just hit. I was see how far away we were. I mean, we were coming right into Columbus. I hit the thing. It's like one mile. <laughs> <laughs> from the convention center when i hit it i was like hell that feels like a sign let's just go so i pulled off the next exit pulled into the parking garage and we went in there and i uh it was right when the panel was yeah because that not uh, yeah so i sent you a picture or whatever yeah uh, of those ewoks because we were walking the floor there and and you were in the panel yeah, and I could tell. I had a feeling because all those guys you were talking about were not in their booths. All their booths were empty. Yeah, all the pixel Dan or whatever. And I, so we walked the floor in like twenty minutes because we had our Gen Con shoes on. You know, we we're used to walk walk Gen Con that it's like thousands of vendors. You know. Yeah. So it did, we were like, and I was like, what? there is a lot of freaking masterpieces. I had no idea what I was coming into. It's PowerCon. I was like, I, was like, well, I don't give a crap about Masters. I like, I like the aesthetic. I like yeah. the '80s feel yeah. of that. But I'm not a Masters Universe guy. Although one of the coolest things I saw there was a poster. I was like, if Cliff was standing, I would say, why don't you own this poster? Because somebody had a poster inside their booth that was just like a badass Masters Universe. I, poster. I, I, it I was saw de- it was vintage. It was yeah. vintage, and it was sharp looking. Like yeah. I, I was, I really like that. If I was a Motu fan, I would own that. I would frame that sucker. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, I was seeing those. I was there was a, a booth there that had new D and D figures that were coming out, like on cards and stuff. I think I sent you a picture of. Yeah. And then I was seeing like a bunch of old '80s vintage stuff in in different booths, like, like every, the every, toy size. Is that what you're talking? About? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking though, my mind was race was D and D stuff. Like modules and oh. uh, you know adventures and terrain and th- I'm not blaming you. I'm yeah. just saying, where is it? Where, what the hell is it? Why, yeah. Another He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we went through it a couple times because it didn't take very long. But I I went. There was a lot of stuff. The coolest thing I saw, and it's I don't know why you don't. Have, I know why you don't have this. It's freaking I do expensive. Too. <laughs> uh, it's it's freaking expensive. But the uh, I would love to have it. Is the uh, uh, I forget what it's called. I was just looking it up because I didn't know the official name. It's the Star Wars Vintage Vintage Collection Archive Edition book that they had setting out. Yeah. And it's they did a Kickstarter for it, and it's hundreds of dollars. Yep. But it is it's got everything and just like this big book going through every figure, all the figures that they didn't even release or yeah. that was. Just a handful of. I love it that. It is stuff. sharp. It yeah. is sharp. I would, I would own that book in a heartbeat. Well, it, I, it's under, under. <laughs> we we had talked with Jesse about uh, Pixel Dan's He-Man or Masters of the Universe book. He had written about all the toys, and just it was it's super detailed. And I was like, going into it, I was like, if I'm gonna buy anything, I'm probably gonna buy that book and have him sign it. And um, we weren't there very long, and his people, I, was, I just kind of waited around. People finally left and got to talk to him, and I was like, where's the book? He's like, I sold out. He, he said, I wish I would have brought more. He said, 
I brought everything I had. He said, I sold them all. I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry. I was like, well, that's, you know, that's cool. Or whatever, right. But, right. But, that's but, better than. Uh, Better than having to take somebody. <laughs> right. Well, I said you said I sent that a picture of those droids, uh, and you mm-hmm. you said you're in a pan or whatever. And I was like, he doesn't he hasn't doesn't know we're here yet or whatever. No. He hasn't got no. that far. He probably thought I got that off the internet. So yeah. then I I went we went on and we went over to I was like, hey, the main thing is we can eat at North Market. And we yeah. went out walked over there and ate, and he's like, what else could you send him? Oh, I sent a picture of my food. I was yeah. like, they're going to think, what is this guy obsessed with food? I was just trying to send a clue that we were there. Well, when the- <laughs> you sent me the food and I was just like, oh, he's eating con food or whatever. And yeah. I didn't look at it. And then afterwards, I looked at that picture again. I was like, I know he's at North Market. I, I right. know those tables. I know right. exactly I was where like, he There is. was a clue there. <laughs> then we walk, start walking across the street. And he goes, take a picture of. Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger's nuts. And I, because there's that statue there, I was like, I'll, how about his butt? I was like, I'll, yeah. I'll take one of his butt. I made him stand next to the statue out of frame because some woman was sitting there. I was like, I was like, it at least look like I took a picture of you buy it. <laughs> I just showed, took a picture of its ass. I was like, this, I was like, this will get him. I think, I think, I'm gonna, yeah. And so then uh, you sent me a picture by the statue later. That was funny. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, cause by that time we were, we were, we'd, you know, we'd been through the show several right, times right. In, in detail, talked to a bunch of people. Um, we just really had a great time. All of yeah, us had yeah. a really nice day. And then oh, it I, was a, it was a good one. I, I can imagine you went, went there for one day, yeah. got to see a bunch of panels and talk to people. It was a probably a really good time. Yeah, it, it worked out great. And then I was like, my, my whole plan, like, I was like, oh, if we're, we're going to the convention center. I want to go across the street to uh, Mikey's late night slice and yeah. get some pizza afterwards. Because Cooper never ate there. Russ had never heard of it. And I Cooper, then I got Cooper, was, he'd heard me talk or heard us talk about it before. He was like, yeah, let's do that. So, yeah. So I snapped a picture by the statue as we were walking over there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we. I we, wanted to go to Brucadia. We went in the back door of that. Yeah, uh, they weren't open. We were in the building. Oh. Uh, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't think we were supposed to come in that. Back. <laughs> like you walk away from North Market, a lot of those places have entrances from both sides. Yeah. So we went in the back of Brucadia, and I was like, wait a minute, I think they are closed, and we're in here. So we left. They just, they just weren't open on Sunday. Mm. So it was a bar or whatever. But uh, they got that upstairs arcade. Yeah. Of a bunch of stand-up video games. So, yeah, I love that area. I love that area. We, cause I, I, we'd seen so much that day. I was like, cause initially I was like, well, we could walk down a block and go to big fun and that would be <laughs> awesome. But we had seen so many toys. Also, that's the same thing. We, we were, when we were in Indy, uh, we were eating someplace and he's like, there's a game store. And I was like, we walk in for two minutes. And yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> right. There's the biggest game convention we've been to. All day yesterday, all, we're going all day tomorrow. We're standing in this stupid game yeah. store. With, I was like, "Let's get the hell out of here." Yeah, yeah. Just, I will it's say, just funny. Um, as far as the vendors went at PowerCon, the guys that were actually selling product, man, I saw some damn good prices. Like, yeah, I saw some outrageous price, like market prices. I'm looking at. I saw figures. Oh, I, I felt like a lot of stuff was pricey at PowerCon. I, I was, I felt like 
like there was a lot of the art uh there was mm -hmm. a lot of the boost with with new pro with new neat uh, concept things yeah. that was that was the best part of it uh when you got down to and, and yeah if i was coming there looking for things particular things like ewoks or whatever you're, you know but i felt like it was so much retailers just bringing their store and mm -hmm. wanting you to pay big money i was like gosh guys you got to cut people a break here at the con you know? yeah yeah like, everything get rid, get rid of stuff everything we bought and like i said it was sunday but Everything we and everything I bought, um, I was just kind of I, I gather up what I what I was interested in. I take it over to the guy. I'm like I'm like okay, give me a price, and yeah. like yeah, I knew how much he had marked on it, and they all cut me a deal, so I was happy with that. But yeah, yeah. I saw a Motu Eternia playset, which is you know the holy grail yeah. of of masters, and I saw one in a box that looked brand new. I don't even know what year that came out. That came out 87, 86, 87 or whatever. And, um, I saw that and I was just like, okay, how much is that? And I looked over and it had $18,000 on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I was I just like, even, I saw a, a, a millennium Falcon in the box. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't remember what they wanted for that. Probably three hundred, two or three hundred, yeah. but yeah. There's, but it, it's just it's so cool. It's so it's cool. It's just for neat me. to see the stuff. Yeah, it it's is fun to look at it. It is. I saw a lot of He Man stuff that wasn't priced outrageous. I saw you know that was more common figures or had been played with or whatever, and and some booths. And I was like, okay, a lot of superpowers, a lot of GI Joe there. Um, yeah, there was there was a bunch of GI Joe. Yeah, but you know some of those displays those companies brought were just like oh they were amazing, and uh, I was just uh, we took some pictures of that stuff. But yeah, good time, super good time, yeah. and pizza was really good. We went over had uh, got took my pic took a selfie with the uh, old Vigo from from <laughs> Ghostbusters two and and uh, ate our pizza and and, and came home. I, I I really, I feel like it was a little bit of lightning in the bottle with that one because like even talking to some of the guys there, I was like, why is it in Columbus? Like, why did they move it from California? And they were just like, well, they just wanted to change and, and Mattel isn't involved anymore and with the con. And I was like, well, I'm, I even told him, I was like, we're super excited that it's in Columbus and accessible to us. I was like, but. You know, what are the chances we're going to do it again here? And they were just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. The the crowd's not as big. And I was like, yeah, like you're going to be back in Chicago or somewhere next next year. But but so, yeah, for the I'm super happy we went, got the chance to go. Um, might might have been a once in a lifetime deal. But but yeah, it was really good. Well, even if you never leave the house like me, there was a con news to enjoy. The biggest con in the world just took place a few weeks ago, San Diego, Comic Con International, San Diego. So uh, there was a ton of news. There always is that weekend. A lot of trailers drop. A lot of books are announced. A lot of actors. Yeah, they introduce actors for upcoming things. So like I said, it's been a while. We don't have any breaking news to share, but uh, you should uh, find all your news like I did at Shmomo News on Facebook. After the weekend was over, that's what I did. I just went to Shmomo News and just scrolled down to see that 
see all the all make sure I didn't miss anything. So she she kind of curates all the big happenings. So uh, I'll give you a couple of the highlights here and uh, start with uh, Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrera return for a new Walking Dead miniseries in 2023. And you were Jordan Lowe returning with new Walking De- Dead Yay. recaps. Where he's going to tell us the story of what happened on this show. Only one more of those to go. <laughs> but then there's all these spinoffs. Maybe I'll do that. That's what I mean. Got, That's what I'm know, saying. You're non-stop you're spinoffs. So, yeah, the two biggest stars of the show have been gone for the last few seasons. So we got news they're coming back and together. Um, this one kind of came out of nowhere. I had a lot of people talking. The trailer for Dungeons and Dragons, colon, Honor Among Thieves. Yes. All the response to that I saw was people were kind of lukewarm uh, D&D movie. What are they going to do? And everybody seemed to like it. They thought, wow, there's a lot of clever stuff here. It seems like a fun (laughs) fantasy movie. Well, let me give you a little behind the scenes on that. As the resident D&D guy, there was very low expectations for this because we've never had a good D&D movie. I had plenty of great fantasy content, Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, all that stuff. But but as far as specific to D&D, what were they going to do? You know, there's always the joke, you know, are they going to somewhere time in the movie just stop because the the players couldn't get together, you know, or what, whatever, or. Uh, yeah, I saw someone say that should be the, the seat before. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, oh, we'll announce a sequel in a couple of weeks. We can all we can when all we right. can all meet it back together. Yeah. Or it'd be clever if somebody like died and then mm-hmm. comes back and they're playing a different character. <laughs> all the jokes, but weren't expecting much. So yes, the trailer came out and it actually looks like a good balance of adventure and humor because that's usually what is going on at the table. So perfectly satisfied with that. But behind the scenes, if you're follow any kind of D online stuff you watching the trailer everyone knew right away that people were going all the uh all the keyboard warriors were going to get really annoyed because that girl that druid changed into an owlbear and you can't do that <laughs> and like oh my gosh she was a wild shaped druid because everybody wanted to figure immediately which i love they had all the D guys involved, you know, good yeah. uh, people, people that knew, you know, that actually create the game, keep, you know, uh, were on staff to do, you know, help them get things right and leave these clues for people to figure out. So they, everybody was immediately like, what class is this character? <laughs> what, what spell are they casting? All this stuff. And the only major flaw was that she was a wild shaped druid and she turned into an owlbear, which you can't do. It's just like, but it, but people forget you know forget and most of the, that nonsense was shouted down by saying you know D D is a suggestion of rules and you can do what you can change them however you want and so pe- most most people were just like shut the hell up you know it's like it's cool to change it in an bear so at my table you can do that type <laughs> thing yeah, so, I was I was totally surprised because I didn't know they were making this. And they announced it. It's well, I mean, they announced it at least a year ago. We, okay. We've been waiting on the trailer. Yeah, that trailer dropped, and I was just like, I I don't know what this is. And then I immediately assumed it was like the uh, uh, movie version of the cartoon show. 
which and, would be cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like no. And I was like, oh, oh, they just can't. That's one of the things I bought at Gen Con was they always come out every. They've had three starter sets, basically two starter sets, and an essentials kit, which is basically a starter set to get people into the game. Mm-hmm. So it's just a box set like anything else, and it's got just what you need for a new player to start the game. And the first one they came out with, uh, Lost Minds of the Lander or something, is a really great set. Great adventure, everything. So Essentials is pretty cool. But this third one on the box is uh, the guy with the energy bow i can't think of his i can't even think of his name yeah and uh diana with her the acrobat and it's like oh my gosh this is gonna have the you know DD cartoon characters in it and it it came out last week you could only get it it's target exclusive till october uh but there was a one booth at the con selling them so i bought bought one yeah but the book has the artwork in the, it has an adventure in it and the artwork in it is presto the mage you know the wizard mm-hmm. it's got mo- it's got five i think out of the seven characters in there in the art all through it but they're not there's no stats there's no they're not actually in the story it's just using their artwork to get people like me excited to, yeah <laughs> you know, drop so, the money ah. hmm just like that commercial we all saw was yeah. so exciting where they had those. So so I, I it's possible they could show up in this movie as a cameo or something. But yes, we, we would all love to see them just have yeah. a movie of those characters. Man, that would be awesome. But yeah, to me, the idea of like, there's no point in calling it Dungeons & Dragons if it's just a generic fantasy movie. Just make your own fantasy movie. Like if it's going to be branded D, you need those touches and you need the the you know the yeah. things people you know will, will recognize and yeah the, you and have to winks. It, it you have to yeah it, like a cameo like that would be nice the the thing that as a D fan the things that we were looking for they did they had they had all that you knew what spell someone was casting you knew what magic item they were after everything was D lore because you know it 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 has its own lore just like game of thrones and things like that there are worlds the you know forgotten realms and sword the sword coast baldur's gate all that stuff there was little flashes of that in this movie trailer so hopefully Hmm. it's good i'm excited for it so dc didn't have quite as much going on we got a fuller trailer for black adam yeah october 21st this year Is anybody excited about this other than I, The Rock? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about it. The thing, I'm going to be disappointed because what the part I'm excited about is not Black Adam, but I'm excited about the other the, characters. The extras. Yes. The extras. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. I saw the trailer and I thought, I'm not going to watch this movie, and I probably won't. But Dr. Fate yeah. Hawk and Man. all that. When I saw those things, okay, then I was like, okay, you know, I could see why people would be excited to yeah. get to see these other characters. Yeah, seriously. So it, what? Who else was there in it? Uh, as far as characters, it's got like it's got Doctor Fate, it's got Hawkman, it's got the Atom Smasher, and um, uh, Cyclone. Cyclone. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's about it that I've seen, um, with the trailers. But yeah, you know, but, those are. 
some some old old characters um for the most part Adam Smasher isn't all that old but but definitely all um uh justice society related so so that's pretty cool i, I that that's that was my takeaway i was just like hawkman looks awesome <laughs> <laughs> to complement that on the complete opposite end of the spectrum we got the trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods, which will be out in Christmas. So barely two months after Black Adam, the dark, gritty, yeah, whatever that is, we're getting a fun <laughs> Christmas family movie starring the Marvel family. So I, I it has to tie together, right? I mean, we can't to. pretend these are separate yeah. entities. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's DC's best chance is to is to pretend that all of this stuff is separate because then you can do things like the batman yeah and shazam Mm -hmm. and and black you know black adam because each of these things feel like different worlds every one of them and if you try to press them all into one world you can't do any of them yeah and i mean things have happened since then um, since these came yeah, out, that's, that's all the notes I had for DC. I was like, wow, why isn't there very much DC news? Which we learned later. Yeah. Why. Yeah. <laughs> it's a freaking mess. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're, they're going to start another 10 year plan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they couldn't even complete this one. I mean, it's it just like when they canceled Batgirl and then to find out that, and then they mixed up the release dates on Flash and Aquaman too, and they're all having the uh, storyline throughout those. You know, Michael Keaton was supposed to be in those movies, and that like, is such a disappointment. Yeah, that, and, that was something. That was the one of the things I was looking forward to that I could find this kernel of something that. Right. sparked my interest in the DC is the Michael Keaton stuff. Like that's going to get me in a seat in a theater. Yeah. He was, he was going to be introduced in Batgirl. Well, that's never going to see the light of day as far as we know. And then, um, the Ezra Miller mess and, but we're still going to get that. Like, why that's are we getting best that DC movie? villain in years? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but of all you know like why didn't you cancel yeah that i saw movie? a tweet i saw a tweet somebody <laughs> said ezra miller has an alarm that goes off every hour in the hour for him to do crimes <laughs> and he never misses an alarm he never misses the call <laughs> yeah and and then like i i don't know remember when marvel thought it was too risky to cast robert downey jr yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's, you have to just laugh. You just have to yeah, laugh because it's it's you know it's just sad. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with DC and Warner Brothers. It, it's all a freaking mess and up in the air now. Uh, honest to God, I would not be surprised if Disney suddenly swooped in at some point and just said, "We'll take it." And you know, wow. I wouldn't. It would not surprise me. At the, like, what else could go wrong? <laughs> That would be interesting. So. Huh. Yeah. What else you got there, newsboy? Yeah, all the rest I had was uh, Marvel-related. Kind of uh, running out the string on this year. We had a trailer for I Am Groot, the the short animated thing. Oh, those are out. Dropped. 
Yeah, yeah. August 10th just came out. Yeah. Uh, five <clears throat> original shorts streaming on Disney+. Plus. Uh, we got more news about the X-Men 97 reboot mm. of the animated series. Yeah. Which I loved that show as a kid. That's what kind of cemented that I was a comic book fan. I love yeah. the X-Men. I love these characters. And I, I, this doesn't do anything for me. I don't have any excitement oh, really? over a reboot. I don't, maybe when it drops and I watch a few, maybe it'll click like with where, me again. I, I'm curious where, uh, I mean, I'm sure they didn't follow it religiously, but like, is there a certain point that the X-Men cartoon stopped in the, yes. uh, in the X-Men timeline and and what what stories have would so, you expect next? So the cartoon the cartoon basically ended with Professor Xavier getting he gets hurt or something or sick and they call Lalandra to come yeah. um take him away to Burden. heal him, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and that's kind of where it left off at. And this okay. series is going to pick up right there and Magneto is leading the X-Men. He's yeah, got the yeah. costume with the that's, M. That's right. I mean, that's That's so, right how it got, how it went. So that's uh Yeah. So that, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. I yeah. I agree. Like I loved the X-Men cartoon in the 90s and I, I you know and it, and it's not a reboot. It's it's really just a more of a continuation. So how many seasons were there, or how how many episodes? I'm just curious. I'll look it up. Okay, I don't mean to. But, it probably started about ninety two. Was that the from ninety two to ninety seven? Was that, that ninety three? Right. I, I think it, was it says ninety two here. Oh, okay. Yeah, seventy six episodes. Okay. Ninety two to ninety seven. And I'm not sure I even stuck with it the whole run. I don't know if I even saw the, the last few, so I don't know. But yeah, I mean they're they they're keeping the characters that were in that show, and then they're expanding. Um, I think the roster a little bit, yeah. and uh, and bring you know some of those you know Cable and uh, Bishop and those characters were in the original cartoon. I think they're gonna continue on and yeah. play a little bit larger roles but but yeah i'm excited for yeah it. that's kind of, it's interesting to me too yeah so we also got the full she hulk trailer which uh, that drops august 17th so that's probably out by now we'll have more to say about the the she hulk probably next yeah. episode yeah um and the biggie we were probably all waiting on black Ooh. panther wakanda forever trailer Coming out November 11th of this year. They nailed the trailer. They yeah. nailed the trailer. Yeah, um, I'm still not sure. Like I still saw people arguing that this take place. This takes place during the snap. That's why T'Challa's not there because it's during the snap. And they're like, no, that's not what. It... So still, nobody still knows exactly what, I, what the I answer liked, is. I how loved, they get around. The, I loved the... how ambiguous it was. We yeah. don't know. Yeah. We don't even know what. Uh, uh, what is her name? Angela Bassett. What she's even talking about. She, she says something about her entire family. Well, yeah. what, what happens or what she, you know, what, you know, I don't even want to speculate, but I, I just loved how we don't know who is that black Panther at the end. Yeah. You know, that that's just, and the, just the, I Bob Marley or whatever <sighs> song. It just like, it was really well shot. And, and the music that I love a good, 
uh track laid down on something <laughs> and, and man they they nailed it yeah i'm i'm a little afraid that this movie cannot live up to this trailer you know, like this trailer was, I saw people online like crying during this trailer and I was oh, like, Oh, it made me, it, it gave me a chill when I saw it. I, mean, I immediately had to put it on the big screen and yeah. turn the sound bar on <laughs> and I can blast it. It I was, was like, good. I, I'm yeah, a little was, worried. It was super effective. Like for someone like me who I wasn't sure how interested I was in another Black Panther, you yeah. know, without without Chadwick Boseman. All right, can they even do so? So it got my interest right back. Like, wow, I really want to see this. So Ryan Coogler is, yeah, yeah. he is the man. Like, yeah, he made the these new Rocky movies emotional and stuff. And he, you know, he's got it, and he's the perfect guy for this job. I cannot wait. This is this is definitely my most anticipated movie of the rest of the year. I think. Yeah, there and you know, there's been a lot of the last few Marvel movies that have come out here lately. A lot of people have been like, "Oh, they're not as good anymore." You know, they just don't have the characters that. I think they just feel diluted by the television shows. I, I do. Too. I think you people people are not not you know they're filling some of that in, and yeah, yeah. I feel like some of the shows do have that weak feeling compared to the movies. But I thought, well, Doctor I've... Strange was great. You know, you know Thor I... was good enough i thought star wars got some of the same criticism when they were yeah. coming out with those star wars you know rogue one and solo yeah, and that. Yeah. those were both really good movies yeah, from, yeah, yeah i thought and but people complained about them and it was just i think it was too much yeah but i think this, this you gotta you gotta leave for me to miss you <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. but i i think this black panther movie is gonna do a lot of money a oh lot yeah a lot of money oh yeah so that's 2022 on the schedule. And then we got what we all, yeah, this has become the tradition of Comic-Con or, or D23, the, the big board, the timeline, uh-huh. the yes. flow chart of the next year. So they laid out phase five right there on the screen for us to see starting in 2023, February, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only in theaters. Spring of 2023, Secret Invasion on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So that will be the scroll story picking up from Captain Marvel. I'm so I I I am still I'm a fan of of Secret Invasion, the comic series. Mm-hmm. I loved all that stuff they did with that Bendis and did with that. Loved it, and I was so disappointed with how jokey they made the scrolls. How they were just a punchline. So I hope they fix that with this. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see how they don't. They have to make it more serious. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, free comic book day, May fifth, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. Uh, uh, we were told it's going to focus on Rocket's origin. My gosh, does that not sound like this could possibly be the? It. it how is this not going to be the best Marvel trilogy? Yeah, I love the first, yeah. the first and second movie are probably yeah. top, both top ten Marvel mm. movies for me. Yeah, and now you're going to get me a tear jerking rocket <laughs> origin <laughs> stuff. I mean, this is going to be awesome. I bet. Yeah, they had the plus uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah, plus yeah. Whoever else, Nova they had probably the actor um, playing in in his the guy from um, Peacemaker. 
he that's playing the high evolutionary. They yeah, have, yeah. You I walk around him? a purple <laughs> suit. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah Threatening to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it, that this has potential to have that. You know that tear jerking moment that I want. I want that family. <laughs> this this is uh, forget Fast and the Furious. Guardians of the Galaxy is about family. <laughs> so when we do our 2023 movie preview, this will probably be at the top of some lists for oh, most anticipated. Absolutely. All right. So summertime on Disney Plus, we're getting Echo, uh, the follow-up, no. the character in Hawkeye. Absolutely no anticipation for this. I I do not care. I I just did not care about this character in that show. I, I thought it was the most boring part. I really don't know why. It didn't work for me. Yeah, I don't know why. Scared of, one... I'm scared of it being the whole thing, but it could surprise me. I, I I just it just seems like such an odd choice, but yeah. Well, it also feels like that like her solo show was announced before. She yeah. was a co-star on another show. So it's like that was a mistake. There, this wasn't built from, wow, this is a great character fans love. It was like, we already had this decided. You will love this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so right after that, Loki season two. Wasn't a huge fan of season one. Yeah. Yeah. And July 28th, the Marvels in theaters. That that could be interesting. Yeah. I'd like to see that all tie together. See, we'll get, you know, uh, we'll get Carol Danvers. We'll get Monica Rambeau. We'll yeah, get Kamala Khan. Should be fun. Yeah, yeah. that sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, then to fall twenty twenty three, Ironheart series on Disney Plus. Wow, this is they are really on putting this under wraps. Every filming shot you see from that, there are a hundred umbrellas. They do not want you to see anything from this. What are you trying to hide? Yeah. I mean, I like that. What are they trying to hide? Like I, whatever. So yeah, does it people to know what's going on? Is there some character involved that's going to appear first in one of these movies? And then, yeah. yeah. Well, isn't the rumor that, um, Riri is going to, is going to be in Wakanda forever. Well, what she obviously in the trailer is it Shuri bangs out that an iron, iron heart? heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, this This seems like it has something yeah. to do with that. Yeah. This feels like a clue. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm slow, but that seemed like a clue. Yeah. So I'm very curious about that. We'll see. Then uh, November 3rd, Blade. That seems soon. That's not, that's, yeah, a little over a year. That's crazy. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've never watched a, a Blade movie. Oh. oh, really? Really? You're missing out. Michael, I, am I? Michael is fashioning his, he's anticipating the beard right now. Yeah. He's getting, he's, he's got <laughs> he's a looking, to... He's looking for leaks photos that they'll yeah. be ahead of the beard game. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds yeah, I, really I, changed his life in in yeah. in uh, Blade Three. So I may have to watch the first couple. Blade Three that. is terrible. That's what I've heard. Everybody says don't bother with three. But the first two have their charms, especially back then when we didn't yeah. have this wealth. That's what I mean. I feel like I missed the boat. Like I missed the time when it was charming. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't seen it right, forever. So. 
So uh, wintertime, either late 23 or early 24, Disney Plus, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. This will Just... be the WandaVision spinoff with Agatha Harkness. So they changed the name on this, right? I don't know. Because wasn't it... Um... I was thinking it was House of Harkness or something, but oh, maybe I don't know. But I, I'm so I over a series coming out with having a star a character that pops, and then they have to have their whole own series. That that's mm-hmm. totally this is totally manufactured based on her popularity from that. I'm like, no, wait, we just said it's a, a bad to do what the Echo <laughs> were to plan it's all ahead bad. of time. It's all now bad. it's like. You get characters people like. It's like, hey, here's a character people like. Don't do it. Too much. <laughs> I reserve the right to criticize everything. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so spring of 2024, Daredevil, Born Again. Mm. 18 this, episodes. This, okay. First off, I was immediately just super excited. And I, I think this is when I was like, I have got to send this timeline now because Born Again like fired me up. And I, I said that. And then I, I was like immediately, because I thought the Daredevil show, I want to rewatch, rewatch it. I honestly don't think I ever finished all the seasons of that. But I, there was too many episodes. There was, <laughs> I was complaining because there was 13 episodes a season and they just felt like too much fluff. And now it's 18. How do you make the story 18 episodes? <laughs> That's ridiculous. I love it. But I also am like, I'm also I'm like, yeah, 18 episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, even if a couple are duds, man, there's got to be some that are amazing. Oh, what if 15 are duds, though? Oh, wow. I'll still take it for three good ones. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Three good ones. I agree. I agree. But that that's very exciting. All right, free comic book day, twenty twenty four, May third, Captain America: New World Order. Mm. This is Sam Wilson in the starring role. I don't feel like we've got a whole lot of details for that one. Yeah, we don't. It's know a ways much. away. I'm I'm curious about that. And just a few months later, July twenty sixth, kids on bikes, the return. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the one, the movie we have uh, assumed for a long time, Thunderbolts. Oh yeah. yes, this yeah. is this is super anticipated here. Yes, I'm excited to see what exactly they do with this. Who you know, if they do it like the comics, mm-hmm. you know, which I I would assume they are going to do. Use shady characters to portray heroes. Where are the real heroes going to be though? Where where I don't know. But there's there, we have so many to choose from. You you can assemble oh a team of, of, of tons of choices for the characters. Yeah. So to wrap up phase five, May second, twenty twenty five, Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, who did Shang Chi. He's gonna direct a full Avengers movie. Follow that up November 7th, Avengers Secret Wars. <laughs> so we're going to get two big Avengers movies between May and November 2025, and that will end Phase 5 of the Marvel Experiment. That was uh, very, you know, we, we had 
speculated there was going to be secret wars you know there had been a lot mm-hmm. of things you know kind of this is what they ended up after calling uh the first three phases were the infinity saga now it's they're saying four five and six as the multiverse saga right so uh i feel like there's one they left out i feel like there's one they're hiding well i didn't oh, say yeah, who uh, knows what else is that that year the start they they said the start of phase six will be Fantastic Four, November eighth, twenty twenty four. So I guess that's before the Avengers. Movies. Yeah, yeah. They so showed guess, are the, the Avengers the movies sign the, there, yeah. in phase six. I guess if, whatever. I don't. But care about the, and they may move this stuff. They moved. St- yeah. They moved stuff they, before. Yeah. They, yeah, it may may not all be in this order. But uh, but that they said Fantastic Four will start phase six. That was a a specific right. thing. So yeah. yeah, whatever happens with the end of the multiverse, maybe Fantastic Four clean it up and we start yeah. again. Something I, new I, there. That's super interesting, and for Marvel to finally get to do their for Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. that's that's finally. exciting. Finally. And the, and and by getting that step, we're one step closer to the X Men. Yeah, you know, probably uh, by the end of Phase Six, I would assume. I I'm just gonna say I think there's there's one that they're hiding because they don't want to give away plot points. I think it's young Avengers. We've talked about it before. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be. It's, that, it's, that seems so obvious. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exciting though. A lot of stuff. I feel mm. like I'm two years away. From, I'm, I feel like I'm always two years away from the stuff I want to see. <laughs> Everybody out there eat healthy, get some exercise, you know, let's, let's gotta all still be around it. in 2025. It would be a travesty if I wished for all this to happen back when I was 13 years old and then die before I get to see it come to fruition. I finally have created this strange timeline with that wish and uh, I don't want to miss it. All right. So that was everything Marvel related. Any other movies before we pop out of here? Anybody see any movies recently? I watched five movies in the last week. Yeah, I was going to say, he just said he watched a, a bunch in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. I know but, you've been watching some movies, too. I, I saw uh, reviewing stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm i just going to say last night I had to stop and, and... Are we talking about streaming movies? Are we talking about movies in the theater? Movies, movies. Movies, movies. Movies, movies. Well, last night, I after I got home from work, uh, after, I've heard so much about it, I had to sit down, pull up Hulu, and watch uh, watch Prey. I watched it last night also. Nick and I watched it over here, blasted I, I, it. That feels like like an event movie everyone's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's, it's weird to be just streaming on Hulu. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe it's available to more people, so it just... This feels like the thing you have to see, and I, I haven't yeah. seen it. You know, I, you know, that's, I, I didn't expect this movie to be that. But yeah, good for it. Dan Trachtenberg. This is the guy that did Ten Cloverfield Lane. So another sequel we didn't know we needed. Yeah, that he that he kills it. He he can tell a story that is interesting. So I I really am excited to see what this guy does next. Yeah, this is definitely not uh, was not the type of movie I would normally go out and watch, or you know, even at home sit sit down and watch. I haven't watched a Predator movie yeah. since like Danny Glover and Predator Two came out. I have no idea of anything that happened after that. I just remember watching that one and going, "Ooh, this 
this is yeah. what it I've is. only seen, had only ever seen the first one, which was good. And, <laughs> and so I loved all the, all this little details from that they use, like just the predator's view and all that stuff. Yeah. That was all great details. I, uh, I watched it. They had a choice. I'm all about subtitles. So they had the choice where you could choose, but they decided originally when he pitched it or whatever, he was like all Comanche. Mm. It was going to be in Comanche, the whole thing with subtitles. And they, they didn't do it. They, they just didn't pull the trigger. Well, then in May, uh, maybe it's April, they said, go for it. If you can, if you can dub this with Comanche, we'll, we'll put that version on Hulu also. So, so we watched the Comanche dubbed version with subtitles and that was, man, that was the way to go. You got the whole thing was them talking, you know, in the language they're supposed to be talking in. Mm -hmm. They got experts in there that, yes, some of the lips don't match up because they weren't doing it when it was filmed, but it was, I loved it like that. It was great. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I didn't have any kind of connection. Yeah, I remember Arnold. That was cool. But I I feel like all the sequels over the years have added. Oh, here's a backstory to the Predator, and here's where they really come from. And I don't care about any of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that adds to it. It's yeah. a monster in the jungle. Like that's all you need for a good movie. And this movie understood that and went back to the basics. So I was just as a fun action movie. It was great. But then you said it has those those hat tips to the yeah. fans, and, and they're going to reference. There's three dots. Oh, yeah, that, that's my favorite weapon of his. Yeah, he used it. That was cool. So oh. yeah, there's the super issue. I feel like the, the new fans or the super fans could get the same out yeah. of this, which, again, oh. is rare in Absolutely. <laughs> you got to see everything he could do and and how, you know, it, it was very easy to understand what was happening and just how, how this face-off between him and the other characters involved, uh, it was it was a solid movie. Yeah, I would be surprised if it's not in my top ten at the end of the year. Yeah, it was so funny because I put it on and and Alicia and and the kids were were all there and they're just like, what what is this? It starts the movie starts playing and I'm like, it's a predator movie. What's predator? And like what? the, the yeah, I, well, you know, I'm like the only way I, the only thing I can think to say, I'm like, you know, get to the chopper, get to the chopper, put some mud on yourself. And they were just looking at me like, oh God. <laughs> so, I, so for them, you know, their viewing experience was just exactly that. They had no clue, but it was easy enough to figure it out. And under, oh, oh, he's see-through. My, my. You know, Carly says, "Oh, he's see through." I said, "Yeah, it's his camouflage." Okay, that's easy to understand. <laughs> so yeah, I rewatched the trailer after watching the movie, and it half felt like a Cloverfield trick, where they wanted you to watch it without knowing it was a Predator movie. Like most of the trailer, they don't show anything Predator related, mm -hmm. and then they kind of the logo has the same kind of font, and you know, they. I felt like somewhere in there they wanted to try to pull that off to yeah. make a big switcheroo and then some marketing person's like, no, we can't do that. So yeah. yeah, it half felt like it didn't, you didn't even need to know what a predator is and you just proved it. You don't, you didn't have to know what a predator is. Yep. Yep. Oh, I've this, this past couple weeks I have 
again, proven to myself that my practice of not watching trailers is the way to go. We we had watched Nope, and Mm -hmm. I did not know what that movie was about and loved it. And afterwards, I watched the trailer, the latest trailer, and it literally shows you all the stuff that I did not... If I'd have known before I watched the movie... It would have totally changed my experience. I did not know what they were doing, what they were up against. So, man, trailers are awful. I hate all the, I hate all those spoilers. They were all the the cool moments are in the trailers, and you don't get that. And well, they're you know they're all cut weird. You don't quite know. They can show you a weird scene. But but but, yeah. but, but I it gets. I, I've lived yeah, too yeah. long. Yeah. I can watch a trailer and say that's the last scene. Yeah. And yeah. and I hate that. But like watching Prey, even watching the movie, having never watched the trailer for it, I I watch it and one of the early scenes in the movie, something happens to her. And I was like, well, that's definitely going to be the end of the movie. That's going to happen. And it did. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's always, it's always like that. Uh, it's like, oh, so I, I watched the reboot. First... I need to reboot and not, not be able to see this stuff. Mind wipe. So I watched the first teaser for Nope, which didn't give really right. anything that's away. That's all I showed, had seen. Showed the guy on a horse, and it's on a farm, and there's something weird in the sky. That's all yep. we knew. That's it. So, and that's all I had seen since. I had avoided, not again, not militantly, but like I didn't watch commercials for it. Like the whole cast was on like Seth Seth Meyers or something the night before. I didn't watch that because okay. I knew they'd talk about it. So I get to the theater. Completely fresh, completely yeah. nothing in my mind. Love it. Maria Menounos is doing her pre-show <laughs> thing. It's like, here's a commercial. Hey, here's here's some movies we're looking forward to. Like, nope. And they started showing. I was like, no. Nah. I was literally in my theater seat. And that they started showing a commercial. Me. I was like, ah. That happened to me a few weeks before that, going to see Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. She she did that and was telling all about the what was going to happen in Doctor Strange. I'm like, I'm getting ready to watch that stupid movie. Yeah. I paid for I, ran out, I ran out of the theater and put put my hands <laughs> on my ears and went, ah, that bitch. Oh, <laughs> it's a bunch of shit. Need... They're trying to kill me. Spoiler, Menudos. <sighs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't go see Nope, but my daughter did. Um, with some friends and, and when we saw we saw nope they came out of the theater they had watched something else yeah and, yeah and I was like nope is good we were Nick and I were out there raving about it and yeah um yeah they saw uh, that crawdads movie whatever that was yeah yeah that's what I, it was I, yeah my wife had read the book or whatever I don't know yeah like uh, every other white woman yeah and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Carly and some friends from high school went. went they were. Go- She's like, "Oh, we're going to movie this." So, what are you going to go see? Nope. I was like, "Really?" She's like, "Yeah, it's a horror movie." And I was like, "You sure?" She's like, "I don't know." I said, "Do you know anything about the movie?" Well, no. I said, "Did you see the other two movies?" No. I was like, nope. "Okay, good luck." And then she came home and told me how terrible it was. <laughs> Wow, it was so good. So I, I, I would think she would have liked it. I, I thought it was so good. I just, it was weird enough that if you're just expecting horror movie or uh, sci-fi movie, I guess I could see being disappointed. So that there's some oddness to it, maybe. Yeah, 
I don't know. I I don't think I, I don't think it was as good as Get Out. No. Or us. I think it's better than us. I I totally okay. liked it more than us. Us was just like too much. It was too much. It was trying to do too much, and I felt this was like just had that good message. I just like the whole thought of you know yeah, there's something going on in the sky, and you just can't help but look at it. It's just like scrolling Twitter. It just feels it just feels like we can't look away from the spectacle. We just can't help ourselves. And look even and this, if it's destroying us all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I, I saw a quote Jordan Peele writing the script, quote, at a time when we were a little bit worried about the future of cinema. So the first thing I knew is I wanted to create a spectacle. I wanted to create something that, that the audience would have to come see. So that was his thinking. Yeah. Everyone was streaming things at home. He wanted to, he wanted a big screen experience, right. a, a something that happened that you know you couldn't take your eyes off of. So yeah, I loved it. We saw Bullet Train so in IMAX, which makes always makes it better. <laughs> uh, well, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Which it was super fun. It was a uh, I, I had seen the first trailer for that and was like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It looks too silly. I'm not gonna. I maybe I'm not gonna like this. Like I did not like the trailer I had seen for it. But then I am so glad I did not watch any more freaking trailers because after I saw this movie and all the people that were in it that I did not know were going to be in it are all revealed in the trailer. In the, in the final trailer and that is a huge mistake <laughs> because man the there are so many people in that movie that you don't know are going to be in it that was very fun and they it, it was just it was a very guy Ritchie type movie uh just crazy assassins fighting each other and, yeah uh, uh a story that is overly complicated but kind of all pays off at the end like you're like wow it's ridiculous but they actually made it all make sense and i mean i guess it's possible to not like it there was a lot of a lot of people i saw a lot of bad reviews but we just had a lot of fun and i i like the surprises of it also saw vengeance with the BJ Novak movie. He's he's like a you know, he's a up and coming creator. Yeah, he did the office, but he's like trying to do his own stuff. And this I think was written and directed by him and it's uh it's a, it, he the premise basically is he is just like a a big city schmuck, big big city guy who just is on tender dating all the everybody and doesn't want to be committed. And somebody, he had a relationship, you know, a, a very brief encounter with or a couple of dates ends up dying. And his family, her family thinks that he is her boyfriend and want him to come to the funeral. So he goes along with it and ends up getting wrapped up in their family stuff going on. And it was shockingly good like 
I was so surprised how uh, well, you know, it was, I like, I, I feel like it's one draft away from not being a little clunky, but man, there was a, a lot of very good points and well-written lines and made you think about things and made his character grow throughout. Ashton Kutcher gives it a really neat performance in it that I, I just re- I thought it was a, it's probably the biggest surprise for me this year. That's a name I haven't heard in a little while. It was a, it was a neat little performance. Um, so Marcel the shell with shoes on. Nick wanted to see. We went to some cool theater in Indy. Like all we he talked about the whole time was if he had the money, he would open a theater like that up here. It was awesome. It was just like it had a bar in it. It, it was like called Can Cans Theater and Brasserie or whatever. I don't know. It was just like in this neat neighborhood and just had just what you wanted. Just an indie movie theater and. Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, if you, if you don't know what it is, it's a stop-motion movie. Jenny Slate does the voice of a shell and with shoes on. And uh, apparently it was a pair. I don't know a lot about it, other that there was like some YouTube videos, I think, that she did. She did a couple just shorts for okay. friends and family, and then uh, people kept encouraging her, more people need to see this. So yeah. they, they sort of became a bigger thing. Yes, they did a feature-length movie of this shell's story. And it was a beautiful movie. She she was so uh, such a character you just fell in love with, you know. And uh, surprising, kind of the kind of character it was because it wasn't just just sweet. It was she could be a little a little scathing towards her co-star in it and really give him a hard time, but in a sweet way. Uh, definitely recommend it. And then, yeah, if the, only if only we lived in a college town that had cool. Exactly. Stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh the last one was the new Patton Oswalt Walt movie that came out this past weekend that I wanted to that I would most anticipate called I Love My Dad where he is kind of estranged from his son and finds that the only way in he gets blocked on Facebook by his son so the only way in to try to get a relationship going with him he catfishes him <laughs> and and it it is really good it's a really good flick he he just like uh you know uses a person you know that he that works at a diner uses her her account to make this account and and it's cleverly shot like whenever sometimes you'll see the son imagining her like he's just sitting there talking to her and you know it is Patton Oswalt. And sometimes they show Patton Oswalt, and it looks really awkward as if if it was his dad. <laughs> but it's really good, really good. So I saw basically this was a big week for no misses. Every movie I saw this week, all five movies were great, mm. and will will comprise a lot of the top of my list this year. So I'm very satisfied. Can't beat that. Well, try. Would you see? Would you see? Uh, nothing that good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Out there watching uh, garbage. Well, you didn't like Nope and Pray as well as me. So, what else didn't you like? Uh, I had everything on my list from all this cable I've been watching from yeah. Showtime and Paramount Plus. 
Nothing really new. Uh, the first, Signed up for Paramount Plus, 99 cents, Prime Day. Nice. Bargain. First thing I watched, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. I'm not sure why. I don't know why. It wasn't something I was dying to see. Right, it's like right. I'm scrolling through this brand new channel full of tons of stuff I can watch. It's like, here we go, Beavis and Butthead. Let's do it. It was good. It was like uh, they get zapped 24 years into the future from where we last saw them in 1998 to the present day. Jeez. And it's just the same old, same old knuckleheads up yeah. to their antics. Up to their antics. <laughs> Beavis. <laughs> With a lot um, of the multiverse jokes and time travel silliness. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, will, I do want to tell you, Cliff, one more movie that I just looked at my list I forgot to mention. Uh, a movie on Netflix I watched called the sea beast and it feels like how to train your dragon it looks mm. i mean there's it is so similar to the animation to how you train, how how whatever how, how to train your Do, dragon. is it a dreamworks movie i don't i don't know it mm. must be i don't i mean i don't know how they could get away with it it's yeah. so similar <laughs> in the looks if it wasn't but it is surprisingly good it is a pirate movie you know they're like chasing sea beasts or whatever in mm-hmm. whatever this world is and it's just a very well done pirate thing like uh carl urban is the voice of the main hero and there's uh his, his captain of the ship he's on is voiced by jared harris who is just phenomenal his voice he just has that iconic voice and he is incredible in it and i just I was so I had heard it was good. Now you know yeah. I'm not an enormous animation guy anyway, but I really like this movie. So if you're flipping around Netflix, I want to see something DreamWorksy. Hmm. All is... I'm seeing is Netflix Animation as the production company. I don't I don't see oh, it as okay. anything. Yeah. Well, the the monster, the main monster in it, looks the face looks just like one of the dragons out of. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember it was probably what about a year or so ago that uh, they had that. Uh, the was it the Mitchells versus Machines or whatever? Mm, yeah, I really liked it on off that of Netflix. A, that was a pretty sharp movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looked good. Yeah, that's probably it for movies for me. Okay. That's all all right, sounds good to me. We will be back soon with some more fun from your friends at KPP. Check me out, SoProComics.com. We got a Kickstarter going, guys, for our next book. SoProFusion is our new Facebook page. You can find all the details there. It's public domain. We said we love the public domain. How much uh, is a wrap at SoProFusion? If I wanted a healthy wrap. About eighteen dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's fun, uh, old school Golden Age superheroics mixed in with the Mothman mythology of West Virginia. So it's it's Michael's favorite thing and my favorite thing, and we mash it together, and we're making a three issue miniseries set to debut at the Mothman Festival this year. This That's the headlock. Yeah. If you want, if you if we did fire you up to want to go to an event. Enjoy yes. something you enjoy. This is a this is local pop culture lore, 
all tied together at the at where it happened. Yeah. So, I mean, this may be the thing the thing you can go to in this last part of the year. I I I better fill up my tank of gas. I might actually go somewhere. Hooray. <laughs> Exciting. Let's hope this comic gets done. <laughs> So check us out on Kickstarter. Check us out on Facebook. We love you. My name is Jordan. Hello. Cliff Barnes. Seth. Bye forever. Thought you were going to say, I have the power. (laughs) I do not have the power. (laughs) Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.